Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, just before we get to see you next Wednesday, we want to talk to you about Secret Screening Room again. As usual, we want you to come to this event. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be May 7th at Camera Bar on Queen Street. It is the final It's the last one. You've got to come. you got to come and see why. you got to come and be totally bummed out. That you didn't come to all the other ones. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so good. And the last one, I, I can't believe we haven't really talked about it, but the last yeah. one. We saw Grease 2. Grease 2. Oh, we, it, I can't believe we haven't started. done a whole fucking episode. I know, when it thing. started, and it was, I saw, we we're like, I'm gonna, I have to watch Grease 2 now. Yeah. I was like, fuck me. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know if I can do this, but I had a. It was so it was much fun. So our, our absolute special thanks to listener Orianne for picking. Oh, Orianne. Probably yeah. the most ridiculous movie she could. So oh, my God. And I know that she was super nervous. That uh, people like, were going to hate it. That people it. were just going to hate it. I think everybody had a fucking crush. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I had, had the most two, fun I've had there. I had the most beer I've had there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got super drunk at that thing because I was like, what am I going to do? Songs Not get were drunk? crazy. Like, they just... The, the, you know when you're watching a musical and the way the story works, you kind of like, oh, we're going to build into a song yes. about this plot point because that's what they yeah, not do so but then there's that song too. in the middle of sex ed like talking about reproductive like, uh, uh, work and stuff. <laughs> yeah that thing is fucking bananas yeah. this whole good, movie is it, 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 like i can't describe the feeling it's a very special feeling being in a room where you don't know what's about to happen to you and then someone goes you're about to have to sit through grease too yeah and knowing you can't do anything about it it was it was, was amazing so it, much fun it was yeah. so much fun yeah oh and, and everybody was on on board with just like goofing and laughing and yep. making fun of it. Oh, yeah, it was good. good. Yeah, um, we, we had a great time. And it was, it was free, and so is the final event. Yep. It's free, so you have absolutely no excuse yeah. about not about coming to this. That you Cheap have beers. To. The yeah, beers are five bucks. Yeah. We're gonna be there. Taylor's gonna be there. A bunch of people are gonna be there. It's mm-hmm. gonna be so much fun. You have to come yeah. to the final one. Let's make it a party. Yeah. It's gonna be great. Yep. So please come out. First Tuesday of May, that's the 7th on Camera Bar Queen Street. It's going to be amazing. Come on out. And now you can listen to us talk about a bunch of other stuff right now. <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> drums. That was the drums.
Hello, welcome to episode 61 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, April 24th. My name is Dan Garman, and well, I've been listening to my guts since I was 14 years old, and frankly speaking, I've come to the conclusion that my guts have shit for brains. (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons. Could have killed you, Dick. I could have killed you, but I don't want to kill you. I want to eat. My name is Greg Legro, and by all that is evil, I command you to awaken and make me a sandwich! <laughs> yeah, yes. those are all really good. We have fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have fun with our intros. Now we have an episode. <laughs> <laughs> now comes the laborious part. Yeah, we got Film Roulette. We played it again every week. We got Hero Swap. We got more Prison Break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we got some stuff to talk about off the top. I didn't watch the Iron Man, uh, the Thor two trailer. Have you guys watched? Yeah, that? I oh, saw no, it this I morning. I did not watch it. Yeah, I watched it this morning. It looks very good? good. Who's directing this thing? I just don't know. Somebody <laughs> like it's not like oh, a name. Okay. Somebody is. Not, yeah, yeah. Oh, a person it wasn't a robot. <laughs> they didn't okay. just show up, point the camera, and go home. <laughs> like some movies. Um, <laughs> Big wedding. It's got that similarly, you know, vibe, dark tone like Iron Man three does. Uh, I don't know. It looks good, and you know, like uh, I think, I think the direction looks all right. Like I like how the action is looking in this one. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's somebody who's a little more, I don't know, uh, appropriate for. Because I rewatched Thor, and okay. I had fun with Thor. I really but, liked it in theaters. I thought that was fun. Yeah, me Thor? too. Oh yeah, that was yeah, great. I think I've like, seen like it a my second times watch. Now. Like I found some of the action just kind of. It felt weird, and I think that's Branagh, mm-hmm. like not. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Who's who's directing this? I, I, again, oh, I didn't I just ask? Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> yeah I still don't you had know. Enough time to look it yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I'm gonna ask again in three minutes. Yeah. Be <laughs> this one just looks more like Marvel's canon, okay, uh, existing right now. Than I, I feel like the first Thor movie. Yeah, I really like the first one. I I'd like, and I still like I, the first one. I'm yeah. Not shitting on it's it. I think, fu- I think it's, it's a nice, fun. Yeah, you know, it's like Thor is such a goofy character. It's so stupid. Like it's so <laughs> stupid. Like I felt like it was. It was. It had enough fun. I can't fun. believe they made it work. I know. I cannot. Yeah, believe it. like they they gave Thor enough of a sense of humor. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, without being wise, cracky. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, great. And, and I, I I know a lot of people complained about the humor being like because I I know some people that said it was too fish out of water humor kind of thing like Thor's being crazy or whatever but I thought it was kind of cool that they turned it on its head a little where it was more like he, Thor wasn't the one having to like react to like oh my things are weird in this world it was more like everyone in on earth had to like adjust themselves to Thor's craziness yeah, yeah. which, like which turns to like the reality head. because if yeah. a giant powerful man came from the sky <laughs> I believe he would be the one to say what's what <laughs> yeah exactly and that and that was yeah I thought yeah. it was funny no it was good fun. supporting cast like it yeah. totally worked and I, I never I did not expect it to work yeah, yeah. well like yeah. Rainbow just like, Road like and Green stuff, Lantern like, didn't work because yeah. it's just so stupid oh. God, that movie was like. So I will say this for the movie: the the stupidness of the movie very much matched the stupidness of the character. Yeah. Oh uh, uh, yeah. man, but yeah, I uh, and I read I, I read some uh, early reports on the the new uh, Iron Man movie, Iron Man three, yeah. that uh, the Mandarin uh, Ben Kingsley's Mandarin is apparently just fucking crazy good. Yeah. 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 Did you yeah. realize? Did you see that they like changed his voice in the trailers? 
Apparently, that people were talking about how in the first trailer it was almost like a um, Rise of the Dark Knight thing, where like they changed his voice to make it like you could hear him more. Because there's a new teaser where his voice doesn't sound like Ben Kingsley at all. Like they they've taken off like it, like filters or something oh, really? and made it like oh, clearer. I don't know. Yeah. Is he still with that weird accent? It seemed I, I, it did the seem... first time I heard it, I was like, "Is he doing a Barack Obama?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I am really stoked for that movie. Yeah, yeah. me too. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, hey, do you guys know who directed the new Thor movie? <laughs> <laughs> Some guy I heard. <laughs> I refuse to look it up now. Yeah. Yep. It's Alan Taylor, by the way. Oh, okay. Alan Taylor. Oh, Alan. Oh, classic Alan. <laughs> that's, that's some classic Alan Taylor. Yeah. Direct a movie. Oh. I don't. Yeah, I don't have too much else uh, in general talk. I've been listening a lot to the first two B52s albums. Yeah. Because uh, we were all at the Wreckage Rancho vinyl night. Mm-hmm. Sure I put one so of their songs. Put, well, yeah, I put one of their songs in my set. I was working and I had a hangover. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I put one of their songs on my set and then I was like, I need to revisit these first two albums like as They're a good. whole. They're so fucking They're good. They're really good. They're so good, yeah. yeah. Their guitarist, uh, Ricky Williams or something along the I can't remember mm-hmm. if that's his name. So cool. Yeah. So cool. He like he's one of those guitarists that like modded his guitar where he had, he took the two middle strings out so that and then he like tuned the top low strings differently in the high strings differently so they didn't need a bassist mm. this is fucking cool as shit Super man cool yeah the early stuff is so good and i yeah. i hate love shack yeah yeah i actually it's just the, it's the worst i tried to listen to that album today <laughs> because i was like people said they kind of came back with that album and i just can't Ugh. get into the production and the lack of that guitarist on those later albums yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah just i don't know being alive during since the love shack <laughs> has been released it's just you can't you couldn't escape it for like 15 years. I know. But yet, I, I used to love it when I was a kid. Did you? Because I had this weird crush on Kate Pearson. Is that her name? Yeah. Kate Pearson. Yeah, there's Kate yeah. and Cindy. Yeah. I had this crazy crush on her, and, and like her voice, like I found her voice crazy sexy when I was, <laughs> when I was a kid. Plus, she sang on uh, Shiny Happy Shiny People, Happy another People. just terrible, and I terrible loved song. that album. Yeah. I did not like that song, but I loved that sure, album. Sure, sure. Yeah, other times, uh, a very good album, but that fucking song, man. <laughs> oh, it's the oh, worst. Just the fucking worst. And like so And Michael Stipe will tell you that himself. Yeah, yeah. And it's just so mistimed too. Like they couldn't have put out a stupider song with a worse video. Like right like it's like nineteen ninety one. Everything is fucking changing. Everyone's, yeah, everything's like, getting cool. Fuck this shit. We're all depressed. <laughs> fuck the system. And they were like, Lottie D, look at her shiny hats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that fucking video. Oh, oh. my god. <laughs> oh, it's so embarrassing. Just like, hello, who is out of touch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the time. The oh changing. man! Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't, know. I don't know too much else. Yeah, yeah. want to call it a day? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks for See tuning in, everybody. <laughs> Mini episode, only seven mm. minutes long. Hey. All right. Yeah, so I think it's time for us to take a visit to the corner. Oh. I think there is a corner. I think we've been bad. We need to be put into the corner. <laughs> hey, you're making it weird. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I need to go to the corner. <laughs> There's a paddle over there. Uh, come on down. To the prison break corner. Prison break, break corner. where you're going to hear about prison break. <laughs> P, B, C. Um, yeah, all right. So... Yeah, I've been watching Prison Break Corner some more. Sweet. Or just Prison Break. <laughs> I, I've been watching you know. The Corner. Okay. Um, and, yeah, again, this fucking season, this A-team season, uh, it's so, again, I can't get over how different all these seasons are. And, like, 
I think back to the first season, which isn't that long ago, even for me. I've only been doing this for like a month and a half or something like that. It's just like an entirely different show. But anyway, uh, so this is what's going on. Um, okay, the smarmy lady, I found, I've, she's still alive, and but she's in uh, custody. By the company has her, and they're like, "Tell us what happened to Whistler, the Australian guy, and what's the plan?" And she's like, "I don't fucking know," but they don't believe her, and she doesn't know. Right? She actually has no idea. But they have her tied to a chair, and they're just letting her like uh, stink herself to death. Like that's what they're gonna do. They're leaving her sweaty and pooping in a bucket or whatever, and they keep the bucket <laughs> right in front of her. And they keep like waving it at her and stuff. Like, talk. I've been, I've oh, been no. waiting for how many seasons? Yeah, now for there to be a shit bucket introduced <laughs> that factors heavily into the plot. And uh, and they're like, well, she's been, you know, she's handled torture before. She's probably not going to talk. She'll break eventually. But they keep cutting to her. She because she's bound, her right? <laughs> her her hands are bound and stuff like that. But she's picking away at a corner of the the chair she's on, and it's a wooden chair, and there's a nail. And, like, her fingers are bleeding because she's pulling at wood. And, like, she's going at this nail for a while. Okay. And, like, this, they keep cutting back to that. Like, she's getting the nail more and more out. And I'm like, oh, okay. So she's going to pull that nail out. And she's going to pick her cuffs. And fucking, you yeah, know. That right? makes sense. Yeah, that's what you would think would yeah. happen with this nail. But instead, this guy comes in, like, to bring her food or something like that. And I thought she was tied to the chair. And she's not. She just... <laughs> Stands up and stabs this guy in the head with the nail, <laughs> <laughs> just like, why, yeah, why and, like she... and it goes in like slow, like, and he's like, oh, <laughs> is that a nail? <laughs> Did you get that out of the chair? Because yeah, it really feels like a nail <laughs> in my head. No, if like, she wasn't tied to it, why didn't she just break the chair over his head or something? Right? Or <laughs> strangle Seriously. him with her steel handcuffs. Yeah. I've seen that in movies. Instead, just like, push this nail in your head, motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, you weren't even tied to that chair? You yeah. suck. I hate you, smarmy lady. <laughs> Maybe she was. Ma- oh, but she was still cuffed, though. She was cuffed, yeah. But yeah. then she just takes his keys off. But you can smash the chair and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. all kinds yeah. of things. Yeah. She could have picked up her own poop bucket and thrown it at him. And he'd be like, oh, no, poop. My only weakness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my doctor said I'm not supposed to get poop on my face. <laughs> uh, oh, this is my good tie. <sighs> yeah, it's my Friday it's tie. My good outfit. Anyway, okay. So then she gets out, and of course now she's going after the company, just like I figured she would, because she was the villain from season three. So now, of course, she's going to work against the company. That's just what happens in this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems to be. Every no, everyone. Kellerman from the first season, turncoat. Fucking Mahone from the second season, turncoat. Now she's the villain from the third season, and she's turned. And now, like, there is no fifth season, so we don't have to worry about the that one guy they've sent to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, there's a whole team of people in the FBI that can take down our huge company. Let's uh, send Wyatt out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, by himself. Yeah, <laughs> Let's give him a cell phone. He's very good. He's, he's pretty good. <laughs> We've never used him before, but I'm sure he can fix this entire problem for us. <laughs> Um, and Wyatt, he's the guy, nah, that's the big black guy who killed, uh, uh Mahone's son and mm-hmm. he's hunting them down, but I'll get back to that. Now the, the bird book, I finally know what the bird book is. Oh shit. Uh, uh T-Bag has it and he's assumed this job at that company gate or whatever. And he's pretending to be a salesman. And he's standing. He has no idea what to do. He's got the convenient boss who's like, "I'll be out of town for two weeks. Good thing I've never met you before." And <laughs> yeah. blah blah blah. Oh, yeah. And uh, so he's sitting in this office. He's got this office, and he's a salesman. He has no idea what to do. And he's just looking at this bird book. Can't figure it out. But then he accidentally spills tea on the book. 
on a page of the book and he goes to wipe it off and the paper is magic. Oh no. You get it wet <laughs> and it reveals lines and stuff Invisible like that. And he's like, oh my God, it is. And he's so he's pouring tea all over his book. I was like, let's get some water. He keeps yeah, ordering yeah. tea from his secretary. Pass <laughs> more tea, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, How old was the person that made this book like <laughs> thing? It's like, that's an eight-year-old trick. Like, And then I take a Q-tip and swipe yeah, over it. It's crazy. This <laughs> came in a box of cereal. Encyclopedia Brown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got it in a box of Fruity Pebbles. Um, so that was some Adventure Time shit. <laughs> that was some uh, lumpy princess. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, so yeah. So he's trying to feel like, oh shit, I'm gonna figure this stuff out. But uh, then he's like, oh, uh, he's gonna. Uh, they're gonna look into him at work. They're they're like, all oh, these sales that you made, they're all fraud, and we're you know taking it to the cops. And he's like, holy shit, I'm out of here. And so he takes off and he runs back to the apartment that he's gotten from the job, and he's like cleaning up, ready to go. And he's turning a corner, and this fist comes out, oh, no. punches him in the face, and it's the smarmy lady. And she's like, who the fuck are you? And he's like, Ugh. and then she ties him to a chair and she cuts his arm up and stuff. And he's like, I'll help you find Michael Schofield and Link, and we'll take down Scylla together because Scylla's all this money. Still is the big thing that they're after with yeah. all the cards. Right. And so now he's going to work with Smarmy Lady. <laughs> so they're a team now. And so uh, so their first mission is go kidnap, because they know exactly where they are. They go and kidnap uh, Michael and um, Billick. And they take them to this, uh, this uh, apartment, and they're like, decipher the book. The bird book that they've poured tea all over, and because Michael's a genius with this stuff, and he can put it all together, and they decipher the damn book. And uh, so he realizes that it's a blueprint, and so it's for the building of Scylla. He's like, "That's where Scylla is. Uh. We'll do that." But he's going to use it to fuck with them. So why did the mysterious <sighs> Australian have it? Because I don't know. Okay. Because that was season yeah, three, and someone had to have it. <laughs> yeah. Someone's got to have it. So this he book. just shows up as some guy who happened to have yes a book about birds, even though he was a fisherman. Yes. And it just happened to be this thing. Yes. Fuck this show. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. This stupid fucking show. Oh, now what else is going on here? Oh, so uh, to prove that they mean business, they've taken the bi- the salesman who was like, going to rat out Teabag. Uh, they're like, uh, they kill him. And they make him write a resignation note and send an email it in, and then they kill him. So then Teabag can go back to his job. Because it's time for more digging. No. If Michael figures out there's a place they have to dig, and it happens to be right under Teabag's office. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so they got to go back in and do Then Now they're digging underneath the office. And oh, Jesus fucking Christ, I don't even know. So boring. What else happened? Uh, little things along the way. Oh, we found out that Smarmy has a sister. Uh, Smarmy lady. His sister Smarmy. Yeah. yeah. Her sister is, is has a daughter, and you're like, oh, Auntie Smarmy. But no, no, no. It's Smarmy's actual daughter that oh. she just didn't feel like she could take care of, so she gave custody to her sister. I don't know if that's going to come up again. They do a lot of this, like, here's a thing. Yeah. We're not interested in pursuing <laughs> yeah. it. Because who cares? About and uh, Oh, and there's this awesome scene where, okay, so they're doing all these different tricks to go... Uh, <laughs> to get pe- these people uh, the card holders and there's six of them and they're getting all of them real fast and so they got to go get one from this uh, at, a, at a racetrack like a horse betting 
and uh, they're all there, and they're they're all can't be spotted by people. They all have brand new hats. <laughs> and he's like, oh, for, they're all wearing fedoras, except for Michael, who's wearing like a bucket hat, like a fisherman hat. Yeah, right. And they all look ridiculous. I picture them. All, I'm picturing them all standing like single file in a line and just like creeping. Like <laughs> yeah. It might creeping. as well be just... in like these fedoras and. Oh, I just when man. you said they were all new, I just pictured them all in hats that still had the tags dangling yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the stickers on the on the yeah. brim. They might as well have like eye holes cut out of their newspapers too. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid Third style. And uh, they so they get they get and again they have this uh, cell phone that just will absorb any stored information off of a electronic device as long as it's near it. Mm. That's how they're getting all the information from Scylla's black books. And uh, but Mahone gets caught there and he punches a cop and he goes to a a local jail and they're like, holy fuck, you're going to fucking go down for this. But then they get him out. And I don't even fucking this. The the killer guy, the one who killed his son is he's hot on their trail. And it's like he's after him, but he's after him. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) And they get it. I know it's stupid. So they get him out of jail. Nothing happened. It's just just a time burning like Mahone's in prison. What are we going to (laughs) do? And uh, Michael has been getting these nosebleeds. I don't want to worry everybody, but Michael has nosebleeds. Well, you have. I'm worried. I know. Yeah. And, and his I'm brother concerned. Link is super worried too. And you don't know why for like a lot of episodes. I'm like, just tell me. Tell me. I don't. Oh, I'm sick of him having nosebleeds. It's so stupid. And then they're like, well, did Michael ever tell you? But he's talking to, to Sarah. He's like, did Michael ever tell you about our mom? And she's like, no. She's like, well, she would get nosebleeds when she was a kid, and then they went away. Until she was 31. And then she got nosebleeds again. And then she died. <laughs> and we didn't look into it at all. Yeah, she had some kind of... She had some so kind of... We don't know again. why. She got a nosebleed. She died. We yeah. buried her. She, uh, yeah. she had a brain tumor that caused this. Sure. Oh, okay. She's like, and she died when she was 31. Michael had nosebleeds when he was a kid. Then they went away. They just came back. And he's, he's about 31. to turn 31. And so oh they didn't God. look oh, Michael, into no. that, though? Like huh? re- so they actually didn't, like... If you ha- if your mom had nosebleeds, didn't have nosebleeds, got them again, died, you realized it was a tumor, and then that person's son had nosebleeds. And I feel like the 31? first time that kid had a nosebleed, I'd be like, you're going to the hospital, yeah, we're going to we figure this out. And, this and not only that, um, is this some sort of special time release cancer that worries <laughs> about your 31st birthday? <laughs> it's activated. Yeah. Uh, so That's not... Like, the timeline of cancer is not hereditary. <laughs> um... All We're right. going to get, like, tweets and be like, no, yeah, it is. Oh, well, yeah. Actually, I could be yeah. entirely we wrong. My be, cancer yeah, has always been spotty at yeah. best. <laughs> um, so where are we? What, what do I got to tell you guys to get this, get, get through this little chunk? This There's a lot of just, like, killing time while they get yeah. all these fucking Scylla cards. Um, yeah, so he's having the nosebleeds. Now Sarah knows about it, and she's concerned. And, uh, oh, okay, so to get the fifth uh, Scylla card, they've got to go to Vegas. Dun, dun, dun. Let's go to Vegas. Sweet. And uh, they're out there in Vegas. And the team they've sent to Vegas is uh, Link, um, Sucre, Sarah, and the irritating computer genius guy, the one who made these, uh, their little, little cell phone that absorbs information. Right. So they're like, okay, well, how, we gotta get, well, how do we get close to this guy? Because all you got to do is stand near the card with the thing and whatever. And then they figure out that the guy who has the card has left it in his hotel room mm-hmm. and he's hanging out by the pool and they're like well we got to get in there 
So they send Sarah over dressed all slutty, and she's like, I'm sure. on a scavenger hunt, and I need to get a photo inside of a sweet penthouse, and you ha- you look rich. And he's like, sorry, sugar, I'm not interested. And she's like, oh, sweet. man. And then uh, he walks away, and Sarah's all dejected. And then the bartender's like, hey, don't worry about it, honey, because he asked me if I like to party. And she's like, oh. So then they go get Sucre, because he looks like the bartender. And he's like, no way, man. And they're like, Sucre, come on. Take one for the team. And he's like, fine. And so then Sucre. heartbroken Latino. (laughs) No, he's, I I don't know if you want to send him. He's the one who always falls in love. (laughs) That's the big twist at the end of this episode. Is that he totally falls in love with the guy. So Sucre puts on some tight pants and a tank top and wanders over to this dude and sits near him. And then the guy immediately is into him, of course. Sure. And uh, he's like, oh, you want to make uh, the easiest thousand dollars you've ever made? And Sucre's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Oh. <laughs> That's fantastic. And, uh, he just can't yes. be bothered to show any kind of. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> he takes Sucre. Yeah, you can fuck me. He, he takes Sucre up to his uh, his uh, his hotel room, <laughs> and uh, and like he's getting the, the charge out. He's absorbing the card and stuff like that. And the guy's telling him stories and giving him you know expensive liquor and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. No, well then he's like he's like, were you ever? Because Sucre is all muscular. He's like, were you ever in? Are you in the service or anything like that? And he's like, no, I've never. I don't know. And he's like, well, I was, and blah, blah, blah. I was in the war, and blah, blah, blah. And a bomb went off, and anyway, it took out a huge chunk of my inner thigh, and also my, uh, I can't uh, perform sexually. And Sucre's like, but, so you can't? And then this woman comes in dressed in lingerie, and he's like, I can't please my wife, so somebody has to. I'll pay you $1,000 to fuck my wife. And Sucre's Whoa, like, what a uh, twist. Uh, jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it cuts to after, and he comes in, he's like, got the card. Yeah. And they're like, well, and he's like, did you bang the dude? And he's like, no, it was he wanted me to sleep with his wife. I'm like, did you do it? And he's like, hey, what happens in Vegas? And I was like, isn't he in love with that woman, and he's got a yeah. kid, and that's his whole, well, whatever. Maybe he banged this lady. For, uh, did he get the thousand dollars? I don't even know. That didn't come up. But <laughs> anyway, Sucre is a man hey, whore man, now. Stays in Vegas. And uh, then the the uh, the Asian the Asian guy who is their computer genius, just most so irritating too. I can't stand this guy. He's like, oh, hold on, I just got to go to the bathroom, and he goes to do some gambling. But he's been in trouble in Vegas before, and the reason he built these cards that can absorb information so he can cheat on slots and stuff like that, and then they right. catch him and they take the fucking. Uh, uh, information absorber machine that he makes. Right. Like, dude, you fucking what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you were mad at him? Yeah, no, they were all mad at him. Uh, I was just like, yeah, <laughs> he's an idiot. And so they're like, how are we going to get the last card? We don't have an absorber machine anymore. And he's all mad that they're mad at him. So then he gets the phone number of the hitman guy who's trying to find them, and he's like, text them, like, do you want the the brothers? Because I'll fucking sell them out to you. Because he's like, mad that they're mad yeah, at him. Totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This and they guy's a fucking He's the dick. worst. And so he's like going to sell them out. And uh, they they get, they have this big plan to take down the head of the company. And it's based on a plan that Link had when he was a petty crook. And they show this flashback where he, well, all he did was, did was uh, him and a buddy took a car and smat, drove into another car. Had a, you know, a hit, they call it the hit and run plan. Yeah. Because they go crash into the other car and then steal the stuff from that those people and take off. And in this flashback, the guy that Link is with just fucking shoots everybody that's in this car. Just like fucking straight up kills him and they steal the shit. And I'm like, so like this guy that's supposed to be one of our 
hero characters yeah. that I'm supposed to care about is like accessory to a double homicide thief. Because he didn't give a fuck. When that guy shot those people, he was like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Let's go. He didn't pull the trigger, but fuck, whatever. Like, this yeah. is some, I don't know. And so many people have died to keep yeah. this guy alive. And out of prison. It's just... Nah. Anyway. Um, so they're going to go like, oh, that worked real good. We're going to do that. So that's the whole big fucking plan. They're going to drive and crash the limo. But uh, the the Asian guy then tips them off. So it gets fucked up. And Sue Gray gets shot. Not deadly shot. Just, oh, my side. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, then, they, then uh, Michael figures out it's probably... What's his face? The computer guy is selling us out. So then he puts a bug on him. And the computer guy goes and meets with the... Uh, the the hitman guy is after him and the hitman guy just shoots him in the knees and he's like where are the brothers who like this wasn't the deal and <laughs> it sells him out and tells them the, where the warehouse is and then he just shoots the guy in the stomach and then hit, hitman guy's gonna go get them but it was a double cross because they knew where the sellout guy was so the whole team is there and they just like converge on the hitman guy and Mahone can't wait to kill this dude because he killed his son it just punches him and there's like a good long thirty seconds of, of William Fickner just punching this guy in the face. Really? Yeah. It's all right. Well, that sounds pretty I sweet. really like William Fickner, so his yeah. involvement, like, staying in the show, I'm very pleased with, even though his character arc is fucking bananas. Right. Because, uh, like, he's a horrible, he's a murderer, evil man at the beginning, but they were like, oh, but he's charming because he's William yeah. Fickner. It's like, eh, let's make him nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so they ho- they've got the the... the Hitman, and they're trying to get information out of him. It's not working, so they record his voice and then scramble it. And then they have their own recording of his voice to call the company and be like, They're all dead. Don't worry about nothing anymore. Don't ask me any questions. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Luckily, that's what he said before he died. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, it's actually pretty good. Uh, William Fickner just, uh, tw- they spent a good half of an episode of William Fickner just torturing this guy for killing his son. And then Sweet. gets him on a cell phone and has him call his wife and say, you know, call my, this is my wife, the, the mother, and just, you know, tell her you're sorry. And she does, and she's glad for this. And then he's just, he's been torturing him. This guy's all fucked up, and he takes him out to a pier. And I actually quite liked this. He's got him on the pier, and he's tied up, and he's tied to a cinder block that he's just got his arms hanging. And he starts talking to Mahone, and he's like, you know, or Alex, you and I are the same person. We've both in mid-sentence. He just fucking shoves him, like face pushes him, boom, off of the pier, just into the water. And I was like, yeah, right on, man. Yeah, fucking, yeah. That's some cold shit right there. Yeah, that is pretty awesome. Again, I, William, William Fickner is the best thing about this show. So I'll leave you on this. Here's the big cliffhanger that I had. Uh, not cliffhanger, but like dun dun moment was they're they're get they're drilling underneath the office so they can get in and steal Scylla, whatever the fuck Scylla is. Now it's like Scylla is not a black book for the company, and I, so they're like, I guess because the writers went, oh, we changed our minds. Yeah, uh, yeah right. so I don't know what it is yet, but they tunnel under, and there's this big tunnel they're trying to get through to make a little like passageway through, but it's a water passageway and they've got the water shut off but the only way to complete it is somebody's got to stay in and sacrifice himself and Billick does it because Billick's become a good guy now so he he saves them and he's like you've got a kid Link and go get him (laughs) and so whoosh and he's taken away by the water and so Billick is dead Oh, so we've, right. we've lost oh. Billick, one of our very first characters from the yeah. beginning. Yeah. And that's where we are. They're under Scylla is not what they think it is. I They're think, so close yeah. to it, they and here we are. what Scylla was because the guy who plays Billick was like, so I don't want to be on the show anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can off me, offer. right? Yeah. You get rid of me somehow? Uh, so that's where we are. Uh, sorry, I was long-wounded, but I got a lot of stuff to get through. I watched a bunch of episodes. Yeah. I'm Fair almost enough. there. We're almost done, kids. Yeah. yeah. I feel violated. We had, uh, we had a few suggestions uh-huh. for shows. Yeah. Uh, 24 is in the is in the works. 
Fringe was suggested, which I might just start watching. I'm, I've I'm been actually interested in currently seeing watching that. Fringe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, mean, it is ludicrous. Yeah, and, but it, it it's kind of supposed to be, you know, okay. because it is like an, I think it, I just might it start takes watching elements it, of something Lost it. and like X Files, so it, it's supposed yeah. to be out there, you know. Yeah. Um, and it is. I don't. I like it. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I enjoy Fringe. I know a lot of people who are really. Yeah, like I, I'd that like show. to start. I've watching seen a couple it. episodes and I I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna start watching it, and if anything, we can at least just like bring it up at some point on the show and be like, oh, I like sure. the show or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I've been. Yeah. Anyway, so. I will bring up one last thing with Prison Break that I noticed in this fourth and final season is uh, Michael Schofield, Wentworth Miller, is getting pretty pudgy. Yeah, <laughs> really. This season, they've stripped off his tattoos, and he's just, yeah. He's, a, he's been eaten. <laughs> he's been eaten. He's been, I hope that's a plot point. He's been taking a page from old uh, pie eater, fucking key eater. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's pie. eaten one too many he he, I have not seen him eat pie at all. Okay. I've seen him eat a what man, a couple of keys, books, a map, yeah. a bus. Yeah. I was trying to think what he Dudes, did. books, yeah. boat, I think. Not edible things. No, no teabag. Yeah, old teabag. Classic teabag. He'll eat Holy crap! It's yeah. true. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. just a little, he's a little bit, he's, yeah. <laughs> the show was successful, and I guess he got some money, like, so he bought some yeah. groceries. <laughs> <laughs> he likes his groceries. Yep. Yeah. Can't get enough of that sugar, Chris. <laughs> Me too. Um, okay, yeah, well, that's then it I, for this week. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess on that note, we'll get into some film roulette. Yeah. Let's go. Film roulette is the weekly segment where the three of us roll a die, and the two high rollers get to go see something good or something buzzed about, and the low roller has to go see something shitty. But the low roller gets to give the winners a album of his choice. It could be a punishment. It could be something that he just wants to talk about. Could be anything. This is what we do. We did it last week. We're doing it next week. We did it this week. <laughs> Get used to it. We've done it for you're 61 very, weeks. You're very comprehensive today. <laughs> so, Greg and Casey went and saw Oblivion. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to go see Lords of Salem. Or... or Hit and strum. Hit and strum. Turns out, hit and strum left theaters by the time Friday opening day happened, so I couldn't see that. Lords of Salem, I guess, just didn't decide to open in Toronto because Rob Zombie don't give a fuck. All for the best, honestly. Yeah, because eventually we decided. Well, I I looked into what was playing, and I realized that a film called home run was playing and i watched the trailer yeah. and about two seconds into the trailer i was like i guess i have to see this movie yeah. <laughs> yeah. like like i watched it tra- i had a hard time getting through the trailer yeah, yeah. so i'm gonna be talking about that <laughs> masterpiece yeah. mm-hmm. uh but first you guys are gonna talk about oblivion yes yeah which we, is uh, the new tom cruise science fiction film yeah, yeah. um Go. all right yeah uh, do you want to go first? We saw it. We this. saw it together. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, my opinion was that this is a fucking boring, boring movie <laughs> uh, with a couple of concepts that are all right, but by and large, yeah, and it looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but what the I've movie heard. itself is just so fucking boring. That's my opinion. Yep. Um, it does look amazing. Like I stopped thinking about like, wow, I wonder like I, uh, like w- how they went about things, and I just accepted the environment yeah. of the film because it was so fucking consistent and mm-hmm. it looked so great. 
I liked the movie, though. Uh, oh. I didn't find it, but I really like sci-fi movies, yeah. though. And this is a lot of sci-fi movies that I've seen. Yeah, because I <laughs> heard a thing. It borrows a lot from movies like Moon and The Matrix. Okay. And, uh, but to no great effect, I found. No, I mean, only to only small. I mean, there's a lot of. A lot of what happens has happened in uh, many other movies. But that's you know okay because I kind of like these things. And I, I, I'm more forgiving of this movie because I like big budget, slow moving sci fi movies. I mm-hmm. love them. And this is not a great one, but I think it's a pretty okay one. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly because the performances are really strong. Uh, I, the, the female uh, leads in it are great. Morgan Freeman does Morgan Freeman. Yeah. yeah and Tom I find Cruise does Tom, Tom Cruise is pulled back in a really respectable way in this movie. He doesn't go all fucking Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a pretty Cocktail restrained F. performance from him that I, that I liked, and I loved the art direction. Mm-hmm. There are a few twists, a few that I saw coming, a couple I didn't. Um, one was unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now the, my, the, the main problem with this movie, I, if, if you're a big sci-fi fan, I think you should check it out. Um, sci-fi and fantasy stuff is generally not Casey's bag. Like it's just. Um. It, well, it depends on the sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I, I can get right into Star Wars. I can get right sure. into, uh, uh, like the aliens movies, stuff like that. Fantasy and, and shit like that. Like this yeah. was just straight up sci-fi. This is just straight sci-fi. Um, but I mean, when you when we walked out and you were story, like, I did not like that. I wasn't surprised at all. Yeah, but the story is. Like I found nothing interesting about the story. No, and I did. I liked the story. Yeah, uh, it's not too complicated. But the worst part about this movie, the problem with it, I find, is the end. The climax of the film is doesn't really make a lot of sense. I mean, you not that you can't understand what happened. What happens is very clear. Yeah, but yeah. like how it happens is kind of stupid and just like it's like they didn't know how to get out of it. So. I don't know. It's a really really weak ending. But I kind of didn't mind because I knew you just know that that's how it's going to end so I was just like okay even though you got there in a way that makes no fucking sense I'm fine with it because I know that was going to be end it was more about the journey and the discoveries mm-hmm. than a climax It I didn't need like a crazy adventure in the last like 15 minutes no not at all I felt like the ending was a little tacked on as yeah, well yeah. even though it did sort of complete the story it still felt tacked on yeah um. Yeah. Good. Not great. Um. I, it looks fucking phenomenal it in really IMAX. Does. If you're gonna go see it in the theaters, just see it in IMAX. Yeah. Because it just it looks unbelievable. But if you wait for Blu-ray, you know, uh, I do say Blu-ray because you should see it in the highest. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're gonna bother to watch this movie, I downloaded whatever shit copy yeah. is not gonna do it justice. I, I was really interested because I, re- I I like Tron Legacy more than most people, and mm. I was kind of hoping that, I like, like that this, movie too. This would be like. He would like rectify the problems that I had with Tron Legacy in a, in a sci-fi like make like do this new movie and it would kind of be like hit this one out of the park and then I can be like oh I'm excited about you as a director now mm-hmm. yeah. I well, I am excited about yeah. him as a director because it's not uh, there's no directorial problems no I, okay. I don't feel like it's, the direction yeah. is a problem with this it's thing. You know, story looks problems yeah. and it's nicely shot yeah and again he got great fucking performances mm-hmm. out of everyone who's in this movie. So it's script side. Yeah, it's just the yeah. story has yeah. problems because when you're borrowing from so many different uh, sci-fi classics, really, um, it's hard to create your own um, original avenues to really explore quite good characters that yeah. you've thrown into this. Um, yeah, a lot of great... There, there are a couple of really great ideas, but they're generally borrowed, but I yeah. liked 
I, I still liked this little like homage to sci-fi that mm-hmm. they created. And again, it looks so good. You can forgive quite a bit, and I did. So, yeah, I yeah. had fun. I've still not forgiven it. No. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if I ever will. I feel like... The damage is done. Uh, yeah, I turn my back on this movie. Yeah. So that's what... That's, yeah, and, and you know what? I think I'm sure this will divide a lot of people. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's really interesting that you guys are divided, too, because I've heard pretty much all, like, across the board, I've heard, like, I really I really liked it, it looked amazing, and 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 I forgave things and I've also heard other people say like I really didn't like it and I feel like it is a weird it is a, it's weird that like when a blockbuster this kind of, of this kind of size divides people so much cuz you mm-hmm. don't see that all that often usually like a blockbuster comes out and most people like and it or most people And it's either really dumb or really yeah. like yeah, this yeah. is like a, a little more complicated movie yeah. like it's Yeah cuz you can't just split it down the middle from the sounds of it it's like yeah, yeah. yeah there's just elements of it and again there's elements of it that I really dug Yeah yeah I, I think maybe like people who, like if people aren't super like maybe younger people who are just getting into sci-fi probably will like this a lot because you're not going to if you haven't seen all of these other classics yet yeah. or something like that it might Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It might get people interested in the genre if they're in a younger age group. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I liked it. I'll watch it again sure. when it's. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I would, I'm it not surprised that people do point. like it. Like, yeah. uh, like again, like I, I walked out and I was like, that movie's fucking boring. But but it was one of those movies where I was like, oh, it's not that bad a movie. It's just not a movie for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it was the sci-fi aspect that that wasn't for me. I just think that it was the method of storytelling. Sure. Yeah. But there was a movie for Gorman. Oh God. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> In a lot of ways, this movie was a home run. <laughs> Knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Of the park. Oh. If you shit. haven't seen the trailer for Home Run, yeah. pause, pause the show pause right the show now. Right now. Yeah. Watch, watch it. it. We'll wait. Go to IMDb. If you love baseball, check it out. Love Jesus. <laughs> 2013 sports drama Home Run. Go check out the trailer for it. Uh, mm. We'll wait, pause it, and then come back. No, let's yeah. not pause. Let's just wait for okay, five well, Let's just minutes. wait for five minutes of yeah, <laughs> silence. Yeah. Okay, so I went and saw this film. It's called Home Run, 2013 sports drama, directed by David Boyd. He's a... I'm not 100% sure if he has done too much else directorially. I'm going to check that out right now. He, he has done a lot of cinematography. He worked on films like Get Low, uh, Dark Skies, Joyful Noise... 12 rounds so he's done a lot of like major hollywood pictures cinematography Mm -hmm. uh so he's made this movie uh he didn't write it but he made this movie home run stars not that many people 
Not it's a lot a, of it's huge names. One person you yeah. probably know. Vivica the name A. Fox. It. Yeah, from the trailer his, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so basically, the plot here's the plot from Wikipedia. A pro baseball player with a substance abuse problem is forced into rehab in his hometown, finding new hope when he gets honest about his checkered past and takes on coaching duties for a misfit little league team. So that, right? was, that was the home run for me. Yeah. The trailer was yeah. like, all right, so he's a drunk baseball player. And then the newscast is like, and he's going back to his hometown to take over for his brother as the coach of the girls' little league team. It was like, bam! Yeah. That's not yes, even- Gorman, see that movie <laughs> for me. And that's just like the whole, like, like, just like I just saw this movie with Gerard Butler. Yeah, <laughs> but it was soccer. Yeah, I didn't and even know you with- knew Gerard Butler. <laughs> <laughs> we go to the movies. Apparently, yeah. he gets a large popcorn <laughs> and a medium vanilla coke. Um, just like yeah, just listening to what I said, that plot, it's just like four or five check boxes. It's just like checkered past, yeah. alcohol problem, oh, old, his old, old, old love town, is in old the old town love, still, yeah. Little league team. Yeah. <laughs> so Oh God, this movie was bad. It was so <laughs> And you bad. were alone in the theater. And I was right? like, well, eventually two or or I think three or four people ended up showing up. Right. But I was alone for a while and yeah. I was like, Well, this is gonna be the most expensive Did free medium pizza yeah, that I have ever say. won on, <laughs> on time play at you, Yeah, you won time play. So. I did win that pizza and I did go eat it. <laughs> In shame alone after the movie. <laughs> so did you? I did. <laughs> yeah. Just good for sobbing, you. I'm, just like, oh, I'm getting something out of this. What have I done to deserve this? Even oh, if it's right. fat, I don't care. Um, so the beginning of this movie opens up with a horribly drunk father, uh, like trying to teach his two sons how to play baseball by basically hucking baseballs at them. While they are just like, like in the like living room or their bedroom, no, they're outside. They live on a farm. All right, they're not, they're not like, like in bed. Wake up! Yeah, <laughs> he's like hucking balls at them and being like, "Strike three, strike four, strike five, strike six. Like not even waiting. First of all, I feel like this guy doesn't know the rules of baseball. And then, there's yeah. not that many strikes. And second of all, this is he gets up to like strike nineteen. This guy's gone off the deep end. Yeah. Now, is this the? I'm sorry to jump ahead. Is this the father? The father of, of the main character. The main character. Yeah. Yeah. So the father of the main character. So you're is saying a, his method gets results? Yeah, <laughs> because he does yeah. become a professional baseball. Oh player. yeah, there you go. All so right. you want your kids to play baseball? Whip, whip baseballs at him. Yeah, and so he's doing that all the while. He's just so drunk, and then like just starts barfing, <laughs> like throwing baseballs. This at movie them. sounds amazing. And then yeah. he's like, bleh, bleh, sorry, he strike twelve, strike thirteen. Yeah, he goes like, sorry. Yeah. He doesn't say sorry. No, that was a Dan Gorman original. But he does, he does like basically barf and then throw more. And there was, and like it this was is the best. Movie. And for like, I I don't know, because at first I was like, whoa, this is kind of like harsher than I thought it would because it's painted all and very serious. Sure. It wasn't all that funny when I was watching it, but it's pretty hilarious to talk about. <laughs> but like at the time, I was kind of like, for the first like very short period of the film, I was like, this is pretty over the top, but at the same time, Flight with Denzel Washington was a movie that I felt like was so cartoonish in its alcoholism. I was like, this is almost a little bit more realistic than that, and it's still mm. super over the top. Right. But anyway, so you flash to the future. The son is now a Major League Baseball player. Just fucking getting drunk before he goes to play a game because his dad had alcohol problems and it's been, you know, passed down yeah. as things happen. And so this major big game is going on. Uh, it's like 
if somebody hits a home run today, they're going to donate $10,000 to some charity. And so he cracks a homer. <laughs> if he can hit a home run without puking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, it's just basically like today, if you somebody, if anyone on the team hits a home run, they're going to donate $10,000 to like I can kids. do that. I got like 19 strikes to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's he so still much doesn't understand, understand the rules. My dad gave me like 19 strikes. <laughs> I'll hit that fucking thing eventually. <laughs> Yeah, so he hits a homer. He's running around the bases. He gets to home. Everyone's fucking happy, and then they call it back and they say you didn't touch the base at second base or something because right. he's drunk. He didn't realize it, so he freaks out. He just throws his helmet down. They're like, "Well, that's gonna get him kicked out of the game." And then he like goes and picks up the Gatorade and throws the Gatorade, and he's like, Rawr, "Fuck that!" And <laughs> then, I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Strike 19. Strike 20. It's my dad's fault. Yeah. So then he's like rushing out of the game. All already been kicked out of the game already done like two or three things that would get you kicked out of a game and then he's running like he's just like fucking huffing and puffing out to out of the out of the field and just fucking plows through this like eight-year-old kid elbows him in the face (laughs) and fucking knocks him over and it was not supposed to be funny but it was hilarious (laughs) (laughs) and the kid's like i was it's bad to laugh at the kid like gets up and he has like blood on his nose but he's like thumbs up to the crowd And so basically he gets kicked out and sentenced or whatever to going home to his hometown and, and attending a 12-step program, whereupon he meets... Why does he have to go back to his hometown? I don't know why. Did the judge I can't decree remember that he Basically. Should, yeah. they said, the yeah. You're going no, back to your sorry. hometown. He has to go back to his hometown because that's where like the kid was from and they like bust the kids in. So the kids bus home and he has to go like have a picture taken with him to write all that wrong but also he's going to be there for a 12-step program and to teach this little league thing so they're hitting all the notes fucking checking all the check boxes sorry Uh, so he's a professional baseball player yes this is a small point and does not make any difference one way or the other do they do the thing where they make up teams or do they use the actual i can't remember i don't think that i i I don't think it was a notable team i think they just had some random yeah yeah. Yeah. uh so he goes home starts he's gonna teach this little league team he's like an alcoholic drunk he's in his hotel room getting smashed all the time but like they keep alternating between him being like the best person with kids ever and also a total fuck up alcoholic <laughs> right so that when shocking news he uh the other coach for the little league team is his childhood sweetheart with whom he has a kid and he has just like did like run away from earlier in his life he was like i can't handle this kid i'm gonna go play major league baseball and never talk to you again but so the the judge does decree there's no judge ha- there's no judge it's just like you have to go do this because i'm your publicist or something that's Vic- oh, Vivica a, a. Publicist. Fox. yeah okay see that makes sense yeah like, there's no judge like, what kind of wacky judge is no. <laughs> you gotta go you gotta yeah. go coach little so he and goes then you've uh, gotta be jerry seinfeld's he's, butler he's great with the kids he's it is made to, up teams yeah okay. he's trying to like win over his old flame that has this kid and then like subtly as the film goes on they they start they start more and more pushing it into the direction of like he starts going to this 12-step program at the local church that has this like kind of hip bearded uh like minister who's just like you can come here and just not give a fuck but also you can come here and care and like yeah you'll you'll do a world sounds like good. there's an awful lot of cursing in no this I, that's a, I'm, all, I'm all just saying that that's just intention welcome right. to church <laughs> <laughs> sorry 
<laughs> you know, stand over there. I'm going to whip Bibles yeah. at you. Stand over there and do 20 Hail Marys. Hail Mary 30. Um, yeah, no, that was just his intent. Like, that's just basically his intention as a character is just like, you should do this for real, like, because it'll help you. But also, you could probably just sit there, like, you know, and not care. And that's not going to get you anywhere in life. And he's still kind of like jaded. He's like, whatever. I'm going to, like, be on my phone and look at sports things while I'm on church. Right. So I don't know where to go with this. Like, it doesn't, this doesn't lead anywhere. It's just like, and then eventually he, like, hits rock bottom a bunch of times. And the, the, there's one scene where, like, the, the, he's like, he hits rock bottom. He gets smashed after he's already been, like, sober a little while. He's, like, hitting balls alone in, like, a park. He's, like, smashed. And she shows up and she's like, oh, you can't be your father to this kid. And he's like, but I've changed or something. And they're like, okay, you couldn't even come up with better dialogue than, like, I've changed. Yeah. Like, that was in the trailer. And it's just like, okay, I know what kind of movie this is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah, they show, like, the whole movie in the trailer. Oh, yeah. Except for all the God stuff. Yeah. And yeah. so basically, like, by the end of the movie, the minister is like he he like graduates, I guess you would call. It. He like spends enough time in the twelve step program that they're gonna like he gets his paper and he's allowed to leave or whatever. But then eventually he has a change of heart. He sees God. He finds God. God helps him get over his alcoholism problem because he can't get over it alone. He can't do this himself. He said when he was crying. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and that's the that's where this movie that's where this movie goes. It becomes basically he becomes a good dad for his son a good husband for or whatever boyfriend for his ex and uh it was terrible it was so bad does he get to go back to the major league no i think he goes he starts playing in like not i don't know i can't even remember anymore it was like he he starts playing again and and but it's not for the major leagues it's like a step down but he can like play team or whatever something like that yeah Yeah. it was fucking bad and the and it was weird because like it looks really nice because that guy like he's direct he's been the cinematographer for a lot of movies it looks it looks great um, the acting in it ranges wildly from like, okay, I can accept this as acting to like, I don't think a human being would ever say that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with some of the kids, like there's some dialogue for the kids where I'm just like, no child would ever say those words ever on earth. Right. Never. Um, how, how Jesus-y is this it's, movie? It's, it sneaks up on you. It, yeah. it, they, they really start like halfway in the movie. Because they don't, like, like, the, like, like you were saying, the, the trailer does not suggest I any mean, like sort of whole, like yeah. overt Christianity. So yeah. like I feel like this is one of those insidious movies that just I mean, sort like, of like. I mean like the whole crux of, of, of the climax of the film is him like talking to the pre to the minister and saying like I can't, like I, I got semi-sober and I keep drinking. I can't do this on my own. I have no control over my life. And he's just like you need to come to church kind of thing so right. it's, it, it very it very much hinges upon the fact that like he everyone in this movie that that gets sober is putting their faith in god to make them sober right yeah so it's it i mean i mean terrible it's not like all the way through the movie or whatever but like the the themes are very cut and dry it's very just like you have to be a good if you want to be like a good person in life and 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 be a good person for your child and be a good person for your family you have to believe in god and and you have to put all of your faith in that he will be there when you can't be there for yourself right yeah like it's that's like hit that like straight home that's what they fucking hit home 
And it was yeah, it was bad. It was real bad. But I mean, yeah. I also feel like I can't rip on it like like some Christian family is gonna sit at home and be like watch that movie and be like, well, it was delightful. Like I don't know, fuck. I'm sure they liked it. Whatever. This yeah. was not for me, but it was terrible. It was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm definitely glad. I, I'm glad that you had to see a shitty movie. It was movie. so boring. And and uh, it's uh, yeah, it sounds like this was, was satisfyingly shitty. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. So. Because Casey had to go see Scary Movie 5 last week, yeah, he did. gave us an album to listen to by sure did. Neil Young yeah. called Trans. An album mm-hmm. called Trans. Now, uh, I've heard a lot about this movie. Oh, I've never yeah. listened. I mean, sorry, album, but I've never listened to it until, right. yeah. until this last week. Yeah. Because um, I've always heard it as like the album where he went electronic and everybody was like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's like a footnote thing yeah. for us. you know. And, like, and, and from what I thought was that this was one of his, one of the albums, like the purposely shitty albums. It's not actually. No. No. Like to get uh, out of a contract. To get out of not. a contract. Yeah, no. that's not what this was. Uh, and if you listen to the album. You can totally tell that. Yeah, this this was originally supposed to be. Uh, well, actually, a couple of the songs are taken from uh, an album that he brought to David Geffen, who uh, uh, he was working with at the time. And Geffen was like, it's good, but it's not great. So he used some of those songs. And, and it's the, the whole theme of that record was supposed to be, like, tropical. He, yeah, he had visited Hawaii, and he was yeah, going to release yeah. this album called the Island in the Sun. Yeah, yeah. And he wanted to make uh, all these songs about, like, you know, Ships and yeah. bullshit like that. trees and sand. Yeah, and nobody wanted to listen to it because that's a stupid idea. Uh, and he and he was at the time becoming very, very influenced by craft work. Yeah. Uh, so, which is where you know, so he gets a vocoder and he gets all these sort of like facts and stuff like that. And yeah, and so that's why there's sort of wildly disparate songs yeah. on this album. Is that some of them are supposed to be tropical island songs? Yeah, and some of them are robot songs. Yeah. It's it's so hilarious, the robot to- voices and stuff like that. And it, it, it has such a vibe of, like, this can't be for real. It sounds like such a goofy... It sounds so wacky. Like, it sounds like it should be from, like, a scene, you know, like the, the talent show scene in Revenge of the Nerds. Where they yeah. come out and people don't understand technology yet, and the voice yeah. is like, computer ready. Yes, we are ready. <laughs> Program to party. We like to party, robots. <laughs> and so, oh, it's just hilarious and listening to this album I was like at first I'm like oh, well I don't hate this this is sort of interesting just for the fact that it exists but by the end I was like fuck this album is yeah. the worst see I I so, didn't I man. did not like hate this with a passion I didn't no it's because it did, but it just grates on you but over there time was, it was weird because like the vocoder songs and the electronic songs like I thought it was so weird at first, but then I also was kind of like coming around on them the more I listened to it. I was a little bit just like, I can see how these are songs that aren't bad songs, but you've just recorded them through this gimmick. And I started well, trying to look through the computer like vocal. That's shit. the thing is that two of the songs, Mr. Soul and Transformer Man, uh, yeah. he performs on his Unplugged album, which I don't know if you've ever heard it, but I it's, haven't. Amazing, yeah. Yeah. and those songs are great on it because yeah. it's just him sitting with an acoustic guitar doing these songs, um, and they're kind of nice and folky, and, and, yeah. and yeah. they make a lot of sense, mm-hmm. and they sound great. Here, they sound like Weird Al parodies, yeah, or, or like uh, uh, like like somebody made like a, a novelty album out of yeah. them, yeah, absolutely, and like. I like I can and again I had sort of fun listening to it. Just I'm glad I heard it, yeah, for sure, totally. 
and but and it's fine for me because like you know we're a younger generation so i got into neil young you know well after this album had existed mm-hmm, sure yeah and it was just part of his catalog and just like i knew to avoid it but if i was an Neil Young fan yeah. in 1982 waiting for his new album to come out and this came out I would have been fucking pissed man <laughs> totally like, are you fucking yeah. kidding oh, me yeah. I would love to have heard this like like in that era I just would die to hear that just oh, to right. see sure. like what like what is going on now yeah. now something not uh, not to make excuses but this almost uh, uh, well it almost is making excuses uh, uh, some of the reason why there's so much of the uh, the vocal effects and the sort of a robotic computer yes, kind yeah. of thing was uh, uh, those songs he wrote uh, while he was um, in the midst of this program that oh, he was doing with his son, son yeah. uh, who, for our listeners who don't know, uh, has severe cerebral palsy and can't talk, yeah. uh, or couldn't at the time. I don't know how he's yeah, progressed where, since. But, yeah. uh, so he was like writing these songs as a way to like com- communicate well, in a different way or something. Yeah, as yeah. a way to communicate, uh, or, or rather as a way to uh, uh, to show the frustration of a lack of communication, yeah. which that in and of itself uh, conceptually is interesting. Uh, the... The way it was carried out is wacky and ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's weird because you look you look at the reviews from from the time, and like some people actually liked it at the time. Like Rolling Stone gave it four stars. What? Robert Christo, who's like a huge huge uh, music journalist, uh, gave it like an A. It's like really wow. weird, and then and then so many other people were just like, "What the fuck is Neil Young doing?" Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is which like- is it's it's funny too because like there, there's those uh, those robot songs, and then the other songs that are obviously not yeah. robot songs are just so shitty and generic. They're so generic, you know. And that the last song, the fucking. Uh uh, Inca from uh, what do you got there? Like an Inca, yeah. Um, is ten minutes long, yeah. Of yeah, just like Jimmy. Nine, uh, nine message, nine, rock. nine and a half minutes on the CD. <laughs> it's yeah. just ugh, ugh, that's which I've always, I've always hated it when Neil Young does it. I love Neil Young acoustic. Oh man, as it's soon so as good. you put a Les Paul in that guy's hands, he's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, really? Oh yeah. Like at people, people talk about his revolutionary soloing style and stuff. I, I, I think he's a t- Terrible song. No, because I really like uh, Zuma. Zuma's a lot of uh, electro- electric guitar. A lot of people Cortez do. Cortez the I, Killer? I love that song. The, Cortez the Killer, all right. Uh, but th- this is, again, one of those things where I feel like I might be wrong. But <laughs> I'm not going to say that like I love everything he ever did on an electric guitar. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think he's as great as... Uh, yeah. Uh, but again, when he's doing this sort of like country-style stuff, I love it. Yeah. Sweet. So, so I guess we'll get on to <laughs> what I'm giving you guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm giving you guys an album. I had so many ideas. I was gonna give you a good one. Gonna give you a terrible one. Gonna give you an okay one. Gonna give you like a guilty <laughs> so pleasure. So you had three ideas. So I had total. like I was just like I was so confused about what I was gonna get, and then I remembered that an album existed that I <laughs> wanted to give to you guys. So it's gonna be bad. <laughs> yeah. And uh, okay, I can't think of the name off the top of my head because I don't want to go to the tab on the computer right now to spoil it for you guys. So I'm just gonna tell you. The album that I'm giving you is the debut album by an actor, a very fine actor, named Steven Seagal. Oh, <laughs> I have heard some of this. And the name, I've I'm not heard any the name of this. On the I'm actually really excited yeah, to hear okay, this. Okay, here it is. The name, isn't it like a shitty blues band? The name of the album is Songs from the Crystal Cave. Yeah. It came out in 2005, but 
I used in my mind this was an album that came out in like '91 or something because no, I've no, only no. ever seen the cover, no, which is him yeah. like with, like like with his face up against a guitar, yeah, like so close. Yeah, I've heard a few of these songs because um, I was so like Steven Seagal put out an album. Yeah. holy shit! I <laughs> hope it's about punching people in the face. Yeah, but, yeah. But I listen. Here's the thing: I'm actually excited to listen to the whole thing because I've only heard like two. Maybe yeah, three songs. I heard one or two on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. He's a pretty good guitar player. Yeah, yeah. He's just fine. And you know what? Fairly pleasant singing voice. It's <laughs> okay. like not what you were expecting. It's because not I, what you think it when is I, listen, at all. When I listened to the two songs on YouTube, just the production and just the fact that it was Steven Seagal, I was like, I, I have to turn this off. Sure. Yeah. It, well, it's like a, it's like a, uh, like a, it's just late, like a, sh- it's like a late period, like Eric Clapton yeah. blues album. Oh yeah. Which yeah, that was like like really clean tones, really super clean, bad production. It might as yeah. well be like a MIDI behind him. Playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not saying oh, any of the songwriting sure is there's good. There's a lot of washy It's not what you would expect from yeah. an action star making no, no. a tender and blues I know album. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for you guys to listen to this. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, that's great. The look on his face on the album cover too is like he looks like I'm gonna kill you with some sweet blues. Yeah, um, I love that on the Wikipedia it says that he has described uh, his album as outsider country meets world music meets Aikido. Um, and I love that also on the Wikipedia it says Conan O'Brien ador- endorsed this album, although Conan has admitted not listening to the album, but rather basing his endorsement on the cover art. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. That's all right. a that's a fine pick. Yeah. Yep. I gotta say, I'm excited to listen to this. Thing. Sweet. Yeah. Well, let's roll some dice. Yeah. All right. We're gonna roll some dice. Really real good. If you guys, uh, if you guys can hear the difference, we're, we're using a different dice yes. today. Yeah. Uh, no, wait. We gotta say what we're rolling for. It's true. That's true. The winner that. is going to go see Pain and Gain. Yep. Uh, who would have thought that we would be picking a Michael a Bay film? Michael Bay movie for the winner, yeah, but, but it looks, looks kind of good. And I just, I have to know. I would like to see it. I would yeah, like to see I what it is good. about. I like The Rock. I like that guy in movies. He's, yeah, he's good. It's fun. So yeah. the winner will be and going to check that out. I have liked Michael Bay movies yeah, yeah. before. Sure, I, I like, like the Rock. In movies I like too. The Rock. That's I like a good the movie. Island. Yeah. All right. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't. I like do that like movie. the. I think it's one of his most like not. And like it doesn't grate on me. It's just like that's a fun sci-fi action movie. Yeah, you didn't put any garbage robots <laughs> fucking with their balls out like <laughs> Transformers. You don't need to do that. Shit. That is a thing that he has done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not. That's just, um, an idea he has had. Yeah. Oh. All right, and the loser is going to see <laughs> Upside Down. Upside Down. Oh, a sci-fi movie that looks love is bad. stronger this than gravity. Looks... Is that what they say? Yeah, right. and if it... love is better than gravity, mm-hmm. or... and if it doesn't, <laughs> if for whatever reason that does not if open, if it's in a competition Toronto... between love and gravity, you know who's going to win. <laughs> yeah, if for whatever reason, if that doesn't open in Toronto, the big wedding is opening wide. Yeah, that looks yeah. like a piece of I've shit. I've been seeing trailers of this upside down. It looks like crazy. Yeah. I'm sure it's going. Okay, I saw my first trailer the other day, and I was shocked at how retarded this <laughs> yeah. thing looks. <laughs> it's so okay. fucking stupid. Casey's rolling. <laughs> Oh boy, what do you got? What do you got? Five. Got a five. I'm going to roll a oh, five. So I have to. Yeah, okay. So you have to get a six. I have to get a six or a five. Yeah. This is no good. I don't want to see this fucking. 
He had a five. five. Shit. Whoa. So what do we do? Reroll? Yeah. Start over. Yeah. Thank it. fucking Christ. <laughs> this no, is the this first is time this is ever because now I've already rolled a high thing. Which I feel like we rolled a six, six, six once. <laughs> yeah. You just wasted just your wasted good roll. I wasted my high roll on a <laughs> five. A five is this He's dice broken? Five. Yeah. A one. <laughs> what the fuck? Five. You got a five again. <laughs> I used my loaded dice and you couldn't even win <laughs> with those. This is fucking bullshit. In all fairness, I saw the trailer and I'm like, that movie's made for Gorman. <laughs> no. no. I'm so. What the fuck? Don't you fall in love with that boy from the other world that's upside down above you? Don't fall in love with the other world. Don't upside you down fall in love with him? What is my fucking Don't do problem? it. Don't He's you fall in love. We're down here. What oh. is my fucking problem? Gravity is you not as powerful as your love of bad movies. That, yeah, you know what the problem is? You don't love gravity enough. <laughs> gravity. This is fucking bullshit. Don't you fall in love. I'm going to go crazy. Don't you fall in love. You better not fall in love with that upside down I'm boy, Gorman. <laughs> You guys that are, boy is you, upside down you guys and are no gonna good. Regret it he is I, not for loving. You guys are going to regret it when I put your names and no one else is on the suicide note. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I regret that? I would be honored to be a part of your suicide note. We have no one to blame but these two men. <laughs> it is all their fault. Yeah. Huh. And Nicholas Sparks. So he also. <laughs> the three of he, us together. He shares some blame. Please send a photocopy of this to him as well. <laughs> oh, uh, what a delight. That is fun. Mm -hmm. It's fun. Okay. Well, I'm not going to host the rest of this show because <laughs> I have nothing more to say. All right. Well, right. Gorman's having a temper tantrum. <laughs> you would too. Probably. <laughs> Luckily, I'm not going to see Upside Down Boyfriend. You know what? With my luck, like, with my luck, Upside Down Boyfriend's not even going to come, and I'm going to have to go see, like, stupid wedding comedy. Which no, no, no. Gonna, which isn't even going to be interestingly bad, like Upside Down Boyfriend. It's just going to be fucking bad. I know. I'm going to, no, if it isn't playing here in Toronto, I'm buying you a plane to wherever that movie's playing. You're going to <laughs> Delaware. <laughs> yeah. Holy uh, crap. Let's get an Euro swap. I'm ready. I'm done. Hero Swap Gage matches our weekly segment where we pit two action characters against <laughs> each other in a fight to the death. We started with 64. We'll end with one upside down boyfriend for Dan Gorman to fall in love with. Don't you oh, fall in love with him? Love with him, Gorman. All I want is just one upside down Gravity says no to your love. You can rise down and fall up in love with that upside down boy. Oh, every low. other boyfriend has been up right side up, and I'm like, get out of my face! <laughs> I don't want you. Come back to me when you're upside down. Boy. I thought I was straight until I met this upside down boy. <laughs> oh God! All right, we got a fucking awesome match this week. Captain Kirk, Captain James Tiberius Kirk, oh, yeah. going up against one Snake Pliskin. The big, uh, yeah, awesome, just awesomeness. This little conversation here, I kind of, I'm pretty sure I know how it's going to turn out, but it's fun. I, I want to give me that dice. Give me, oh, give me the dice. I can't. I tried to fucking fling it with that carpet. All right, let's see where they are. What's going on now? Again, if we get the, oh. uh, if we get the uh, battle planet, 
It's uh, I don't know. I dropped it. Is that kind of wrong? That's fine. I was talking. Yeah, cheat, whatever. <laughs> sure. Yeah, cheat. <laughs> well, it's all like well, anybody. This isn't going to change your movie, Garmin. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I'll find a way uh-uh. to get these people to time travel, and I'll find a way to alter this timeline. Maybe so. Anyway, no, I feel, I feel like, like there's a little advantage for Kirk on Battle Planet. Let's see where we are. Da, 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 da. One, it's a UFC ring. That's actually, I'm kind of glad of that, because yeah. I, I would like to see these two, because uh, uh, like, I feel like Kirk has like an old-timey fighting style. He, uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. He, and again, he does... If you if you watch the show a lot, because if you uh, the movies, Shatner's older, you know, so he doesn't get as physical in them, and it's yeah. more he has to like think his way out of things. But on the show, uh, he does. Like, there's a lot of fisticuffs with them, a lot of fisty fights, <laughs> a lot of fisty fights, a couple punchy ones. <laughs> and uh, we got to put that on a shirt. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, that's that's one of my favorite things from this show. Like again, like in that in the con episode in Space Seed, he fucking pulls off a. A crazy wrestling move called a hurricanrana, where you you got your like you fucking you jump up and you like so your your legs go around the guy's head and you you spin him in the air and you, you know it's a bananas move like right. so that's you know he's uh, really good with a hand to hand combat right agile yes and inventive. Yeah, but he's also like a big on the the two handed punch though. Well, that's where <laughs> I get that's where I get the old timey fighting stuff because yeah. I feel like he's gonna come at you like with his arms raised, like he's like uh like like in attack mode. There or is something. that. There is definitely that, and yeah. he's not a cautious fighter. He's you know just like let it all hang out. He's a careless lover. <laughs> he's no upside down boyfriend. <laughs> um, and uh, Snake Plissken is. Uh, I, I should have written down all the things that they say about him when they when they bring him in to offer him the uh, yeah yeah he's like the youngest man decorated by the president and blah 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 he's got all these, like a bunch of purple hearts and so he's military trained he's like uh, as bad badass as you can be yeah yeah physical fighter doesn't give a fuck. does not give a fuck um, and yeah it's it's just him on his own he's really smart uh, tactical yeah. Uh, you know he uh, he fights the giant guy in the uh, uh, like uh, when he gets captured by uh, Isaac Hayes mm-hmm. he has to fight that giant hairy dude. Yeah, you know gets out of that by using physical strength, but also you know mostly his mind. Yeah, very very clever guy. Yeah. All right, so they're just in the UFC. Got no weapons. They're just yeah. gonna have to go at each other. So first thing that happens is. Jim Carrey comes in. They will kill us both. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, yeah, Pliskin's gonna you know be standing sizing him up. You know, yeah, seeing what the fuck is going Pliskin, on. Here. Pliskin isn't isn't he's not necessarily like a hothead in terms of like gonna fly off the handle right off the bat. But he is somebody. He is kind of a character who's like once he can get into that zone, like he can get pretty aggressive. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, and he's constantly dropped into yeah. situations like this exact totally. thing. Totally. Totally. Like you know, go boom, play basketball. Go, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or else I'll kill you. Or right. Whatever. So right. good. Yeah. He hit that final shot. Eh? Kurt Russell. The the fucking. Oh really? Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's no effects on that. He actually did that fucking thing. Pretty cool. Um. So, yeah, but I feel like Kirk's going to be like, he's just going to get into it. That's Kirk's style. Mm-hmm. Just like, let's, I'll you think figure it out. He's going to rush Snake uh, right off the bat. Yeah, I think he's just going to get like, all right, well, this is what I got to do. Yeah. You yeah. know, 
There's no. He's gonna he's gonna go right at him with both fists. Yeah, both I fists, feel like yeah. the first like the first couple mi- like the first minute or two of this fight is gonna be kind of him going at Kurt Russell and Kurt Russell kind of being defensive while sizing up the situation. Yeah, like, like letting him hit him and he's gonna take some shots yeah. and like get into a couple of chokes but get his way out. Yeah, yeah. and still kind of you know figuring out his footing yeah. and stuff like that. And again, this is just a countdown to Snake Plissken. Murdering Captain Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You know? I think we all knew that that was what was going to happen. Absolutely. And um, he's gonna. He's gonna. It's gonna be violent. It's yeah. gonna be a great death. I feel like. Yeah. Um. And not like a violent and like the ones we've had where there's been a couple of chokeouts. Yeah. Oh no. I think like, it's gonna be a one very severe blow. I want it to be like a throat ripped out or something. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But again, you know, I, I find Pliskin when he when he kills somebody in this sort of fashion, it's 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 really quick. Yeah. yeah. But also, the person almost doesn't even realize they've been yeah. killed. Right. No, nor does anyone around them. They're like cheering against Pliskin, and then yeah. they're like, oh, "Yeah, yeah, oh." Yeah. And then and I then feel Kirk like, I feel like a, like a solar plexus smash yeah. or something. I was thinking you know? like he gets him in a headlock or something, and then he just goes or nose into the brain. You know. Yeah. I was thinking like he does like a head twist, you know, like I'm in a headlock or something. He kind of like breaks his neck, yeah. or something. Yeah, and, and, and nobody really realizes. It's like a it's like, lights out kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're in, we're in the middle of a fight. No, we're not. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, like the first while is going to kind of be like they're they're he's going to figure him out. He's going to figure him out, and he can a take a beating. Footwork. Yeah, he'll some fancy some fancy feet with fancy our fisty fight. But it's going to kind of be fancy feet fisty fight. Yeah, because he's going to be fighting Kurt Russell. My favorite Ang Lee movie. Fleet footed fancy feet fisty fight. While listening to and in a serious fashion. <laughs> yeah, um, like I just feel like he's gonna get his bearings while kind of dodging and dancing around him, and then figure out, yeah, now I'm gonna do this to him. Right. Yeah. And the right moment, he's gonna have that that split second decision, like, oh, this is how I'm gonna kill him, and then does it. Right. Yeah. Yep. How does it happen? What do you? What, what do we? What do we want to pick as official lights out moment? Uh, I again, I wanted something violent. I wanted to but do something violent. But I don't think it's going to be gory. I don't think it's going to be like. I, maybe we just haven't out. had anything really gory in a long time, and yeah. maybe uh, maybe I'm not satisfied in that way. Oh. Maybe you guys aren't satisfying me in that way. That's okay. Don't talk to me about satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see movies that are good ever. That is true. <laughs> I think we'll get gory next week. I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, I just feel like yeah, like it's going to be like a chop to the neck or a, yeah, a it's going to be like it's a nose be, uh, to the brain. Uh, like a, a, Can it be a, a military no. trained like a, a, yeah. a, a yeah. precise yeah. strike? And Can I feel it be like such a hard blow to the chest that it's Stops his heart. Can it be that? Yeah. Well, again, I thought I'd like, like the solar plexus. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, yeah. you mentioned that, and then I saw like a a punch just like crushing the fucking chest. Yeah, plate. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm into it. Really violent. I'm today. out for blood today. I'm I don't know what it is. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Chest crushing. Yeah. Chest blow. crushing blow. Yeah. Because then he like takes a step back and kind of is like. Uh, like I can't breathe. Yeah, drop yeah. to the and knees. If there was, stunned, you know, the, the crowd is kind of like spurting out of his face and yeah. his no, eyes. No, and his no, and his, no. And then his foot no. falls off, and then a fucking tiger eats his butt. Ah, <laughs> oh, God, Ow, gotta, my butt. I gotta, I gotta take a nap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like he gets crushed in the chest, and then the crowd's kind of like doesn't realize what happens, and oh, he yeah. falls over. And yep. yeah, snake Bliskin. Slow clap. On round three for snake. Sweet. Speaking of round three, it is right around the corner. Oh, next shit. week. Last match. The last match of, of round, round two. two. Mm-hmm. So we only have another year. And it's and a good one. To go. <laughs> yeah. It took us 61 I, episodes. I was looking at the math, and I think we're going to finish this in August. Okay. All right. Sweet. Yeah. So keep um, listening. Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch that dial. This is a sweet one next week. Uh, we've got Beck 
who's Dwayne Johnson from the Rundown. Yeah, so Scientologist, baby. Yeah, the Rundown. Sweet, The Rock. I would like to watch that. I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, I'll regret. I love that movie. It's so fun. It's so fun. And he is going up. I didn't know that was a Peter Berg movie. Yeah, yeah. I found that out. Peter Berg, much better director than actor. <laughs> but he's so good in shocker. <laughs> uh, okay, Beck is going up against Ash from the Ooh, Evil Dead series. It's gonna be hard. Ooh. Yeah, we- if weapons are in play, or I where hope they weapons are. are in play. I'm really hoping I for a Thunderdome here. I don't yeah. want to kill Ash. <laughs> I, really I wouldn't mind a UFC here. I would like to see just a hand to hand, straight up. I don't want to see The Rock kill Bruce yeah, Campbell. That's true. Yeah, that's um, true. I'm, I'm really hoping for. Uh, Thunderdome. Thunderdome. There's chainsaw in there. Yeah. That's bread and butter for somebody. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All, right, All right. That's going to be good. Watch those movies. Do it. Uh, between watching those movies, you can go on the internet and find us at facebook.com slash SYNWPC or twitter.com slash SYNWPC or twitter.com slash modern superior. Mm-hmm. So go do that. As usual, check out all of our other shows. Yeah. Uh, Lonely Nights of Bruce Douglas is coming, coming back. back. It was supposed That's to come awesome. up yesterday. I don't think it's up yet. It, uh, it may be up by the point time this drops. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you haven't heard it, I implore you all to go and listen to the Halloween episode. I've pimped it multiple times on the show. I went yep. back and listened to it again. It's classic. I fucking love that episode. Check yeah. that out. Check out Faculty of Horror. Yeah, there's an episode up. About uh, scary movies from your childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good one. No. I haven't listened to that yet. I'm uh, it's good. on my list. Yeah, so. they talk about some good stuff. Sweet. Yeah, and uh, and the word burglar. Um, yeah, time joining bandits. us on Time Bandits this week. This That'll week. be coming out Friday morning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna, gonna a good time. Yeah, yeah we're, we're gonna guys. talk about a little uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. That's right. Yeah, talk about a little uh, DJ Jazz Jeff Fresh Prince. Ooh, mm-hmm. you know yeah. it. Good times. Pretty, All right, pretty okay. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Don't you fall in love? I'm falling over that upside down boy. All right. <laughs> He's bad for you. Fucking, oh, man. I was, I was on the subway with Athena. We were talking about this upside down movie. I'm like, it's just made for Gorman. No. You're going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even have to be made for me. I'm going to lose anyway. No, no, no. This is all these, you know, don't you fall in love movies. Yeah. Fucking made for Gorman. <laughs> <laughs> well, see you next Wednesday. Bye. 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 Love you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.